We talked yesterday about Sea Open and what it is. It is the Canadian Open Parkinson Network. And it's a national network. And what it does is it allows people living with Parkinson's to register, provide information about lifestyle, living, work environments, family history. And then those individuals can essentially join research projects or perhaps trials, maybe even drug trials. And what it does is it really gives an opportunity for researchers to find individuals who they can you know, make use of in terms of these trials and perhaps get a little bit closer to significant findings in the fight against, in this case, Parkinson's. It breaks down a lot of silos. Yesterday, we were in conversation with the director of C Open, the person who had thought this up from the very beginning, Dr. Ori Manshi. Today, we get an opportunity to talk with Dr. Penny McDonald, who's the lead principal investigator at the Western University C Open site, because this has now come to London. It started in Quebec, it's branched out to some other spots. Now, here it is in London, Ontario. Here is Dr. McDonald on C Open coming to London and what that means. You know, I think this initiative is wonderful. I'm so happy to finally. Um, Though London was not included as a site at the, you know, when this uh, uh, first uh, launched, um, I was aware of it and I was a collaborator from the beginning, even though when we weren't a site. And so I've been waiting and, you know, eagerly anticipating the time that we would become, uh, we would be able to start contributing patients and also, you know, that my collaborators here at at LHSC and at Western would also be able to benefit from this, you know, amazing initiative that uh, Uri Manchi started with, you know, this great vision that I think is going to help move uh, Parkinson's research in Canada uh, and, uh, you know, much further uh, than it's progressed over the last few decades. Well, that is so great to hear. Uh, We're going to be talking about some of your research in just a bit, but we talked with Dr. Moshi yesterday, and one of the things that he pointed to was patience and being able to Mm -hmm. find people. And it just seemed like all these walls, he referred to them as silos. They get Mm -hmm. to come down. They're being brought down. Is that Mm -hmm. something that you're finding Oh, absolutely. Essentially, what this is doing is it's bringing the researchers who are interested in solving these problems of diagnosing Parkinson's, finding cures or uh, or uh, therapies that slow or even stop the progression of Parkinson's. Uh, it's bringing the researchers who are working on these problems in Canada, you know, closer together. Um, and also, it's a formal way in which we're going to be sharing our data. Uh, and working, you know, essentially working together on problems that are complicated and require, uh, you know, lots of different skills uh, that, you know, no no one individual will have all of those skills. And so through collaboration, this is something that will hopefully move this forward quickly, given that Parkinson's is the fastest growing neurodegenerative condition. Uh, and, you know, we really uh, are outpaced in the way that we can uh, treat these patients, uh, given the number of specialists uh, that we have trained in Canada and that will be trained, uh, you know, over the next decades. So 
any solutions that we can come to in terms of diagnosis, any treatments that are effective in slowing and stopping the, you know, curing it or stopping the progression, you know, those will only be achieved through vast uh, collaborations. And obviously, that's the end goal that all patients are hoping for. So I think this is, you know, definitely a step in the better direction. We are talking with Dr. Penny McDonald, who is the lead principal investigator at the Western University C-Open site. And as we learned yesterday on London Live, C-Open is the Canadian Open Parkinson Network, which brings together doctors, gives more access to people who have Parkinson's, who might want to participate in trials and studies. Dr. McDonald, you have some first-hand reference that you can point to here. You're seeing how this can really make a difference in some of your own research. Can you tell us about that? Sure. So for the past number of years, uh, my colleague, Ali Khan, uh, also who's also at Western, and I have been working on an MRI approach uh, to uh, diagnosing Parkinson's disease. Because at the moment, uh, Parkinson's is a clinical diagnosis only, uh, which is very time-consuming and requires the input of you know, uh, experts, uh, specialists who are, you know, outnumbered already, even ahead of, you know, our expectation that uh, Parkinson's will uh, increase in prevalence quite significantly in the next, in the upcoming decades. So we've been working on this, uh, this problem of being able to provide a diagnostic, an MRI diagnostic. And uh, we have Good results to this point where uh, in distinguishing patients with Parkinson's from healthy control. So our approach is, you know, showing that it's working uh, quite well, in fact. Um, but, you know, the next step that we need to take to uh, make this available for clinical practice, make this available for use in studies that are uh, investigating uh, disease uh, modifying therapies um, requires that we uh, look at diseases that mimic Parkinson's disease. So these conditions, we sometimes call them the cousins of Parkinson's. Um, these conditions are quite rare uh, in the general part, uh, population, fortunately, because they tend to be more aggressive forms of, uh, of Parkinson's. But we, for our next step, we have to show that this measure that we've, uh, you know, that we've uh, created, that it not only Distinguishes and identifies Parkinson's patients from healthy controls, but also that it is sensitive enough to distinguish Parkinson's from these other uh, mimics of Parkinson's. So these are conditions that, you know, uh, can look like Parkinson's on their face. They can have some symptoms that are in common with Parkinson's, but it's actually a different uh, disease, a different pathophysiological process that uh, gets them to their symptoms. Um, but it's a hard clinical problem to solve uh, sometimes to distinguish these two groups. And it can sometimes take years where patients are, you know, languishing, waiting to find out which of the diagnoses they have. And at the moment, because it's all based on, uh, you know, clinical input, patients wait for quite a while to get their diagnoses. And if you live in, uh, you know, outlying regions where you don't have access to movement disorder neurologists, you might never get an answer. So we're really motivated to move our diagnostic test further. Um, but this next stage where we recruit some of these quite rare uh, diseases that are related to Parkinson's, 
sufficient number of them so that we can test our, our biomarker. If we did this in only one site, this is a project that would take us years and years. Um, however, with C-Open, this opportunity of C-Open, um, having all these clinicians who are interested in collecting data for us and finding patients for us, you know, we anticipate that we're going to have answers far sooner than we uh, expected. That's fantastic. I mean, the sooner the better in anything. But like you say, we are seeing Parkinson's growing in number at uh, at such a, a steady rate, an alarming rate. Yeah. If you want to use yeah. that, we're talking mm-hmm. with Dr. Penny McDonald, lead principal investigator at the Western University C Open site. So, Dr. McDonald, if somebody wanted to become a C Open participant and maybe help mm-hmm. in this way, what would they do? Sure. So, you know, and another, we, I, I focused a little bit on, you know, the how wonderful this is for researchers uh, to, you know, have access to this network. Well, for Parkinson's patients in London, they haven't had the chance to participate in such, you know, a, a very well thought out and very thorough uh, collection of data and, and uh, you know, that will move this problem forward or help us to diagnose potentially will help us to uh, target uh, structures or or, or, or systems uh, for uh, disease modifying therapies. Well, patients also, they want to be part of this. Patients, you know, across Canada want to feel that they are, you know, it, it's, hof- it's, ho- it's difficult when you get a diagnosis, you know, it, this is what's going to happen to you. You feel very out of control, like things are happening to you. But you know, what I've noticed through having patients participate in research, this is a way also to empower them, to let them, uh, you know, help move these, uh, help move this process along. Um, so I'm really looking forward to the fact that uh, London patients are also going to be able to uh, participate, provide their data, which will use be used across Canada. You know, I am a researcher. I've been in London for the past uh 12 years and I have my own research program and I've been, you know, building my own database of patients. It took a long time. You have to see patients and then recruit them. And those patients who have, you know, become part of our research group and they come back again and again, you know, these patients feel that this is such a positive experience for them to, you know, have, have people ask them what, you know, what's, what do you find most problematic with Parkinson's that then guides us to investigate things that are important to patients? You know, they get to, they also understand that those hours that they spend in, in research, maybe it's going to come back to help them. Maybe it's going to come back to help somebody else, but it does. It's a way of empowering them. And so, you know, Canada is a really uh, disparate place and, you know, we want every region to be able to uh, be implicated and, you want, we want to make sure that anything that we find that that regional differences that you know all of those things it's solving a lot of uh, a lot of problems in research that used to occur as well as giving patients you know uh, empowering them to participate in their own disease and give them a bit of control back yeah how nice does that sound well you can visit the website at www.copn.rpco .ca. And if you're not comfortable with those letters, don't worry. Uh, we have that in studio. You can also just call us 519-643-2222 and we can pass that on. But copn-rpco.ca. 
and that will get you through and you can find out more about becoming a participant with C Open and if you are someone who has Parkinson's right now or you know someone who does, well, then you have an opportunity to, as Dr. McDonald says, get some of that control back in hopefully helping to one day find a treatment or a cure. Dr. McDonald, thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much for this opportunity.